his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Very nice. What takes, what motivates a man to get in a kayak and go all the way down the Mississippi River? Well, let's ask a guy who's done it. Dennis Van Norman has undertaken that, and he's written a book about it, threading a kayak down the Mississippi. Dennis, why, why does one uh, get on the river in a kayak and say, you know what, I'm going all the way down? Okay. Uh, morning, Adam. Thanks morning. for having me on. Sure. Uh, it started with a phone call from my son who said, uh, I just bought a kayak. Uh, It's the best money I ever spent. And Earl and I are going down the river again tomorrow. Do you want to join us? Now, Earl is my grandson. He was two years old at the time. Two years old and getting in a kayak? Yeah, he was with uh, my son. My son was an adrenaline junkie who had crashed uh, snowmobiles. He had crashed a motorcycle. I asked him after he crashed his motorcycle, what was the fastest he'd ever been? And he said... At 120, I didn't want to take a chance and Jeez. look at the speedometer anymore. Jeez. But so but the other motivation I had was I was uh, a genuine golf addict. I had golfed somewhere between 120, 140 rounds a year, wow. and I needed to do something else. So I. Bravo, I, by the I, way, to that. Give up the game of golf. Let's hear it for that. No, <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Best move I ever made on the course is to get off it. Me too. Uh, but so the next day, he uh, he pushed me off a concrete uh, slab at Boom Island, which is just above uh, downtown Minneapolis. And I said, what do I do now? And he says, you'll figure it out. And uh, so that started it. Uh, we had an afternoon. We went from Boom Island to uh, Hidden Falls, which is about eight miles on the river. It took us three hours. And uh, I got hooked. I... I uh, I had rented the kayak from REI. When I returned it, they were having a closeout sale on rentals. So I bought it that day, and I went uh, down uh, Hidden Falls the next day and uh, went from there to downtown St. Paul. And uh, uh, that's, that's what got so, it started. So at what point do you say, you know what, I love this? Clearly, you know, We've all been there where we pick up something we're like, whoa, I love doing this. At what point do you say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all the way down the river? Uh, well, it took me 13 years to do the whole thing, okay. and I don't think I decided on the whole river in the first eight years. The first five years, all I did was day trips, uh, some of them with people that I could talk into going, and a lot of them by myself because they got sick of uh, uh, paddling. But uh, after five years, 
there was a fellow that I knew. His name was Henry Creepel, and he was a legitimate world adventure. He was a mountain climber. He'd been on Everest. He'd been on uh, uh, Kilimanjaro. He'd been on Denali, all these. And he said, I understand you like kayaking. I, uh, I looked at a map. It should take us three days to get from Itasca to Bemidji. He says, you want to go? And I said, I haven't been camping in 40 years. <laughs> he says, I've got all the camping gear. And I said, what's your kayaking like? And he said, I've never been in one. Do you need a helmet? <laughs> and uh, so that was good enough for me. We had a practice run on the river right below South St. Paul. You're familiar with that, I yep, believe. Yep, my hometown. And, uh, and from there we went, uh, made a three-day trip, 62 miles. And uh, the next year we did the same. We went from our takeout point, and we we got another uh, 60 miles out through the other end of Winnemagoshis. And so that started me with the overnights. And uh, then I said, I want to do all of Minnesota. I want to do all the Mississippi and Minnesota. And I thought, that's 400 miles. The next year I realized it's actually 670 miles. So I lost a lot of miles in my goal, but I, uh, I had that as a goal. And uh, then I just kept going. Uh, each year I would plan some trips. Uh, so uh, get me off the golf course and get on the river. Uh, I learned two things. One, when I started, I had read probably 20 different books about going down the Mississippi. in mm-hmm. kayaks, canoes, rafts, whatever. And it was all about the people they met. And... That was not my plan. I wanted to do a, a Walden on the water. I said, there's enough nature for me for me to enjoy. I don't need the people. And I, I found out I could not have been more wrong. Huh. It was about the people. Uh, two things I learned. Uh, Tina Turner talks about people on the river are happy to give. Absolutely true. And uh, another fellow, John Rusky, who is an expert on the lower Mississippi, says, the Mississippi River connects us all. And uh, those two things were probably the the primary themes that I uh, lived uh, over 13 years making my way down. We are talking uh, to uh, Dennis Van Norman, who wrote a book about threading a kayak down the Mississippi, a journey through the river's cultures and characters. So give us a flavor of some of the more interesting characters you met and, and how you came across them. Well, one was I was... I was on a trip, and I was going to be picked up in two days. Uh, but I had made arrangements to get picked up in one town two days from there. I had developed a, a major rash on my arm, and, uh, uh, and it wasn't working. And there was a golf tournament that I did want to get to. And uh, so I... Uh, I said, I'm going to call a guy and see if we can't get uh, get it uh, set up so he can pick me up sooner and, uh, and not quite as far down the river. So I pulled ashore. I found out I had zero uh, cell service. Didn't have a thing. Hmm. And this was a deserted beachhead. There was a group of motorcyclists 
that were just leaving, and uh, and uh, I stopped the last one, and uh, they were decked out in their black leathers, and I had my orange flotation. I'll just read a couple sections. Yeah. Uh, I asked if they might have a phone with service. They happily obliged, and I made my phone call. You want a beer, they offered? No, thanks. My last one was quite a few years back. The biker responded. Oh, they wanted me to do that. What was the name of that place I went? The place with the initials? The later lady writer replied, you mean AA? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got there, listened to their ideas, and it sounded like they wanted me to quit. Well, that was enough for me. I'm not a quitter. <laughs> I don't drink that much anyway. What do we have today? I think we just had a six-pack here at the river. Uh, we had a few on the bike, replied the woman. He con- and then the ones we had in the bars. I thanked them for for their hospitality phone and visit. We snapped a quick photo, the hog girls, and they were off. So it was, and we met some uh, some Cajuns on the Atchafalaya River, huh. which is also part of the trip. And uh, one guy there was talking about trouble he had had with one of his uh, calm neighbors. He says, I've been hunting this area since I was a boy, and this one guy said, I don't think you're supposed to be here. And we kept running into each other. And then he said, I thought it was a nice phrase. Now I'm the one that'll fight at the drop of a hat. (laughs) And sometimes I'm the one dropping the hat. And he explained, (laughs) I waited for him one day and he passed me and he, I said, where are you going? He says, I'm going hunting. He says, no, you're not. Why not? Because I cut the tree down that your deer stand is in. And, uh, and so, and each of these were, Totally unexpected. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Let me ask you, you this. I don't know what you're going to get. Go ahead. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Dennis, you ever get get in a scary situation on any of those journeys where either either people or nature where you thought, boy, I'm in serious trouble here? Uh, yeah, I, uh, St. Louis Harbor, there was probably four or five of those moments on Lake Pepin. I accidentally got caught up in a, a sailboat regatta where I was not supposed to be, but, <laughs> uh, but the, uh, uh, but the St. Louis Harbor is 10 miles of heavy traffic. The Missouri river had just come in a few miles above St. Louis and it was flooding and there were literally thousands of trees floating down the river and uh and there's no place to pull off uh the barges are all parked up and so i was threading my way down the right side of the river uh next to the barges that were parked there 
And about 500 yards below me, a tugboat pulled out from between the barges, and he was coming right up the river, right towards me. Ooh. And I figured there was maybe there's going to be 50 yards between me and the barges and the tugboat. And uh, I recall my daughter's advice. Every time before I left, my daughter Kelly would say, Dad, don't go. You're going to die. And uh, and so that was my thought. I said, this might happen. And I wasn't worried about hitting the tugboat because there's going to be space in between. But the weight behind the tugboat is that's 10 feet high. Yeah. They call them haystacks. It's a mountain. And uh, just a little bit as we got closer and closer in this game of chicken, uh, the tugboat swerved to his right, giving me room to come through. And uh, I realized afterwards I had a guide with me that was trailing me and he was pretty far back and he had a radio and he, when we connected afterwards, he said, I saw the predicament and I, uh, I called and said uh, to the skipper, there's an orange kayak bearing down on you. Hmm. And uh, the skipper said, Oh snap! Wow. Uh, I cleaned that up for the radio. Yeah. He says, he said, kayaks look like logs yes. on our radar, and we were in a sea of uh, we were in a forest of uh, of trees floating down the river. So that was the scariest moment. Yeah. There was a few others, yeah. but there are also some very serene moments, yep. uh, both on the nat- on the nature side and on the people side. Uh, so I think there were about four or five real life-affirming instances. We've got about a minute uh, minute left here, Dennis. What was the most yeah. beautiful spot of the river? Minnesota's got the best part of the river. Uh, absolutely. You're just saying. And, Come on now. No, it does. Uh, down south, you can't see anything because the levees uh, run for a 1,000 miles on both sides of the river, so oh. there's no towns. Uh, one quick thing in the last few minutes, I really want to thank WCCO, uh, I, my plan now is uh, I did the river, I got the book, Don Shelby helped me with the forward, uh, and now I'm in a phase of promoting it, and WCCO has helped. Uh, someone listened to it the other day when they were interviewing somebody from Northern Soda in New Brighton, and they talk about having tales from the tap room where they had an author come in and read, and because of that, an email was sent, and now... Uh, February 4th, I'm going to be giving a, a talk about uh, the trip uh, at uh, Northern Soda in New Brighton. And uh, I've also listened to you interview Patty Wetterling, yep. Dear Jacob, and uh, Tony Mish- or, uh, Tommy Mischke. Yep. Tommy Mischke had been interviewed by John Hines, Winter's Tale. Each of the, I've met those three or those two because of this. Uh, we're all nominees for the Minnesota Book Awards. Excellent. I've traded books with both of them, and uh, so it's been a real fun experience. Uh, the river, the book part, Edith Squires is an editor that I found here. Don Shelby helped me out, and uh, who's Don? I've never, I've never, heard, I've never heard of Don Shelby. What, what did he do? Uh, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis, we got to run. So uh, February fourth, Northern Soda Brewing in New Brighton. Yep. We'll uh, we'll. Dude, 
Two o'clock. Two o'clock. The book is Threading a Kayak Down the Mississippi. The author is Dennis Van Norman. Dennis, thank you for the time today. Best of luck to you, sir. Uh, Adam, I want to meet with us at the state fair and tell you how my uh, book promotion tour is going. We'll, we'll um, I'll write you down and we'll have you out at the fair. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Bye now. Thank you. 1050. Uh, would you take a kayak down the Mississippi river? The craziest thing you've ever done, whether it's in nature or otherwise, six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six, your calls and texts next. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.